Hey everybody, another week has come and gone in the NHL. Week four is wrapping up. We need to now think about streaming strategies for week five, and we're here to do that, okay? Let's get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. episodes listen to these episodes i hope you are getting some value out of this this is fantasy nhl today i am your host blake creamer you can follow me on twitter please at blake creamer se and we're going to be tweeting our brains out all right yeah it has been a slog for me this last two weeks i know i have not been pumping out the content the way i want to but that's all going to change. I had some some work things that were kind of getting in the way, and we had some sick kids here. So excuse one, excuse two, out of the way, okay? And now we're getting to biz, uh, just like I said, all right? Uh, we're going to have a good week uh, this week with some content and get everybody caught up on everything that's going on here. But uh, hopefully in week four, you all were able to crush your matchups and just, you know, get some value out of the players we talked about and just enjoy some hockey. There's been lots of good stuff going on, so... Uh, not with the Canucks, though. Uh, that, that's that been uh, very painful and traumatizing for me. But, uh, yeah, I've never seen a team lead so many games and lose so many of those games. That's, this is outrageous. It's outrageous. But that's neither here nor there. We're here to talk about streaming strategies. Week five. Let's get into it. All right. We're not going to wait any longer. So, uh, yeah, this is a very interesting week, a little bit different than last week. Uh, The games are a bit more spread out, um, so the light days aren't as light and the heavy days aren't as heavy. But um, we've got some definite things we can take advantage of, so let's look at it. On Monday, we've got three games. Tuesday, we have 11 games. Wednesday, we have four games. Thursday, there's 10. Friday, we have four games. Saturday, big card as usual with 13. And then on Sunday, we have six games. Okay, so we have 11 teams this uh, week five coming up with four games. Uh, Let's go through them. The Coyotes, the Bruins, the Flames, the Oilers, the Wild, the New York Islanders, the Rangers, Philly, St. Louis, Vancouver, and Washington all play four games coming up this week here. There are 16 teams that play three games. I'm not going to name all those. And then there are five teams that, uh, that only play two games. I will let you know those teams. They are the Anaheim Ducks, the Blue Jackets, Chicago Blackhawks, Colorado Avalanche, and the Florida Panthers. All right. So um, let's get into some of the best uh, streaming teams and the worst streaming teams. So uh, first off, obviously the the teams that play two games are, are going to have a tough uh, go this week here. And um, there are three of them, in fact, that I think are particularly bad because both of their two games are on busy nights. So let's look at those teams. We're looking at um, the Blackhawks, uh, the Blue Jackets, and Colorado. Those are the teams with the worst schedules. Both their games are on busy nights, the Thursday and the, and the Saturday And so, yeah, they're just blank at the beginning of the week. So um, we will talk at the end here about 
um, players that you can probably drop for this week. Um, so we'll leave that for that section. Um, the teams with the best schedules, um, there's a clear winner this week, and it's the Washington Capitals. They play four games, and all four of their games are on off nights. So again, remember, when we talk about off nights, we're talking about the, the nights that there are less games, right? And because you know, we're talking about streaming as well. So just to recap, when we're streaming, we're basically taking you know, the worst player on our roster, we're dropping him, and we're picking up another player. Um, you know, depending on how many moves you have in your league, we're picking up a player to kind of bolster our lineup and get us some, maybe if the categories we need or the points we need. Um, but that's what we're doing with streaming. So it's really important to stream if you can on the off days because we're picking up waiver level players, right? These are not superstars. All the, the players that are rostered or that should be rostered are rostered at this point. So we're picking up kind of fringe guys, maybe guys that are on a heater that haven't been picked up yet. So if you pick them up and you're playing on a busy night like this week, Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday, you might have a full roster already. So that would be a wasted move, right? They would be sitting on your bench as opposed to be playing. So it's, it's uh, of vital importance that we pick up these players on the off nights. Um, then you will definitely get those games played because you're not worried about um, you know, your roster being full. So Washington has games on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Um, that said, they do have kind of a difficult schedule. It's Edmonton, Pittsburgh, who's not playing well, really, but, uh, and then two games against Tampa Bay Friday and Sunday. So let's get into Washington first off, all right? Uh, I want to let you know some of the players. I'm going right off of Yahoo here. And we're looking at players that are around 50 to 60, or maybe, let's just say under 60% rostered in Yahoo. These are the players that we should try and target for our week, okay? Let's do it. So some of those players, uh, one of the top ones I would definitely add if he's available is Dylan Strom. Um, Dylan Strom is 25% rostered. He's got nine points on the season. He's, right now he's playing second line, I believe. Um, let me just look, just make sure. Yeah, second line with Marcus Johansson and Sonny Milano, who's a new new uh, uh, player with the Washington Capitals. But he's getting some good deployment there. And he's also playing on the first power play. And, um, you know, I think we know Washington's power play is pretty lethal when, whenever you got uh, the great eight out there, Alexander Ovechkin. Oh, 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 you know what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Strom is getting some nice deployment there. He's also getting some decent uh, numbers there. So, I mean, in his last four games, you're looking at uh, time on ice, 1804, 1944, 1904, and then a little bit lower last game with 1535. But I wouldn't worry about that too much. His, no, one's kinda, no one's coming for his uh, minutes. And, and so far, he, yeah, he does have nine points uh, on the season. So if you're looking for points, offense, Dylan Strom is probably your best pickup. Um, there are lots of players on Washington, though, that I think are, can be valuable depending on your format. Nick Jensen is one of them. He's kind of stepped up in the absence of John Carlson, and he's only 22% rostered, so he will get you some defensive stats, but he also has uh, seven points on the season. You know, he has gone three games uh, without a point, but that's fine. Um, you know, he's not really going to blow the doors down, but he can get you some peripherals as well, some shots and some hits and blocks. That's what we're looking at there. And he's going to get the ice time. Uh, in his last game, he played 25 and a half minutes. So, yeah, until Carlson is back, Nick Jensen is, is an ad, definitely, for these, uh, uh, for these situations. 
And not really a long-term ad, though. Um, other guys we are looking at here, um, Dmitry Orlov, if he's, av- uh, you know, if he's available and if he's, he's injured right now and potentially not playing on the Monday, so definitely watch that, but he's only 44% rostered. He's going to get you uh, better defensive stats probably than Nick Jensen is, you know, hits and blocks, that kind of thing. And yeah, he'll, he'll get some decent deployment as well. I think he's on power play two in Washington. So keep an eye on Dmitry Orlov, but I don't know, he, he's not really worth uh, an ad, you know, if he's not going to play. So definitely keep an eye on that. If, if it's a toss up, I just go Nick Jensen or I'd get the big man, Martin Fahervery. All right. This guy, he's not going to get you any offense. He's 20% rostered, but he's going to get you a butt ton of hits. All right. This man's up to 49 hits on the season. He's a, he's a freak. He just likes going out and annihilating people. He's got something wrong with him inside his brain. All right. But that works really well for fantasy, right? Especially if you're in a category league. Uh, Martin for Hervery should definitely be rostered for this week if you can. She makes, she makes. Oh, baby. But she moves, she moves. Um, but other guys, Anthony Mantha's had a couple big games here. Let, let's just take a look at his stats, actually. Maybe not a couple big games. One big game. It was actually in a low uh, deployment. So he played 12 minutes, had a goal and an assist, uh, and one point on the power play there. So uh, Mantha's a good option. He's kind of in, you know, with Sonny Milano uh, as well. Those are two guys you can pick up. And then Connor Sheary, I think, um, for deeper leagues. He's 7% rostered, but he is getting deployment on the first line and the second power play. So first line minutes with Kuznetsov and Ovechkin. That looks pretty good to me. He's got dual eligibility, left wing, right wing. Connor Sheary would be a player that I'd like to maybe get here. And then Marcus Johansson as well. Take a look there. So Washington is, is the clear winner this week. Uh, if you're streaming, again, four games and all four games are on off nights. Uh, the next uh, team that has a, a great schedule is Minnesota. They play four games and then three off nights, right? So um, I'll just go through it. Minnesota plays uh, a back-to-back Tuesday, Wednesday, and then they play Friday and then they play Sunday. So Tuesday, you know, make sure if you're going to pick up a Minnesota player, make sure you have uh, room for them on your roster on Tuesday. It's an 11-game slate, so there's a good chance you might have some there. But I think anything over nine games, you're going to start running into some problems, uh, you know, rostering. So just make sure that the player's position works for, for what you're trying to fit them in, okay? But let's look at Minnesota and some of the players you can pick up there. Okay. Yeah, um, go out and get uh, Kirill Kaprasov. Uh, well, yeah, if he's on your waiver wire, that is an amazing league I want to be a part of, all right? Yeah, he's, he's doing well this year. I actually think uh, Kaprasov's going to blow up here pretty quick. Minnesota's been underachieving, as we know. Um, but let's move on from that. That's uh, clearly a really bad joke that I'm making to no one besides myself. Joel Erickson Eck, all right, the big man. Yeah, he's uh, he's a guy you should maybe target. He's 55% roster, so he may not be available, but he's got excellent deployment. Um, You know, he's second line with Matt Boldy, so that's nice, but he is playing first power play, and that first power play is pretty deadly. So um, he also plays shorthanded too, so you get get a lot of ice time, so counting stats are going to be huge with Joel Erickson-Eck. He gets a a ton of shots, good hits, good blocks. He's just an all-around kind of player, so definitely someone you should target. Um... Kalen Addison, 21% rostered. This is a good week for him. 
Um, I think we've seen he doesn't really bring a lot of defensemen peripherals, so hits and blocks. Um, but he is off. He, his offensive acumen clearly, um, you know, he's got some elite talent there. So it's going to probably take a few years for uh, Addison to really kind of get into his uh, get into his groove. But he's doing well for now. Twenty one percent rostered, so he should be available. You know, he's had four games without a point. Might be a good time to pick him up. Um, yeah, I, I like Addison. I like him this week. Um, and then, yeah, Frederick Goudreau is the only other one I would maybe look at there um, just because of his deployment. Uh, he's getting first-line minutes with Kirill Kaprizov. So definitely see if he's there. I mean, Minnesota, to me, not as many good options as Washington. But uh, I like Addison. Matt Dumba as well. Maybe, you know, he might be available as well. Those, those are guys you can sort of take a swing at. And if it doesn't work out, you can just drop them. But let's move on. Uh, the next team that I like for this week is Vancouver. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks. They have four games uh, on and two off nights. All right. Them and the Boston Bruins have four games and two off nights. So let's look at Vancouver. They have the Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back as well. And then they don't play Thursday or Friday. Then they have a back-to-back Saturday, Sunday. So um, Vancouver might be more of a front-half team that you're looking at. Um, because, yeah, you're, if you got a spot on Tuesday, that's great. And then you play Wednesday. Then you don't play any games for two days. And then you might not play your Vancouver Canuck on Saturday. So just something to think about, right? But let's get into Vancouver and see what's uh, going on with them. So uh, the obvious pickup you probably want to get this week, if he's not already rostered, is Andre Kuzmienko. All right? I must break you. Go out and get yourself some AK. All right? This guy is, uh, he's had a really nice couple of games. Uh, obviously had the hat trick um, the other night in their offensive explosion. The Canucks won a game. Thank you. Now, that was nice. Uh, fun fact for Andre Kuzmenko, zero hits on the season. What the hell is going on here? You know, another uh, Vancouver Canuck that has zero hits, Quinn Hughes. What are we doing, guys? I mean, it, it seems like you just skate on the ice. You're going you're gonna to hit somebody at some point. Not Kuzmenko, not Hughes. So there you go. You're not picking him up for that. But um, Kuzmenko, uh, his, his underlying, uh, you know, rate stats are, are you know, th- they show that he's a very talented guy and it's finally starting to click for him, you know, and he's great on the power play uh, right around the net. He's, he's just good at getting open, good at putting his stick down. Um, he's had a couple goals in the last two games where basically, I mean, you know, in that eight, five win, Pedersen just banked the puck off him where he was. And then Miller the other night just found him same exact play, basically because uh, Mankel's just standing in front of the net with his stick down and Miller just banked it off his stick. So Kuzmenko pretty slick. He's got, um, first, you know, one A, one B line, so that he's playing with Pedersen and uh, Ilya Mikhaev. So that that has really been a good line for the Canucks. They're, what I mean is like they're either one A or one B. They don't really have a top line there in Vancouver, but he's playing power play one, and that power play is is pretty deadly. They're doing a good job moving it around, and Kuzmenko's a big part of that. So he's thirty three percent rostered. He's playing well. You need to go pick up Kuzmenko. Okay. Um, they got a great, um, at least for the back-to-back to start and see how he plays. 
Um, other guys I like on the Canucks, um, Mikhaev, who we did mention, he, you know, he's only 5% rostered. He's got three goals, four assists on the season. And, uh, you know, he was injured for a little while. So he's starting to pick it up. He's getting some decent deployment. Uh, as we said, you know, last, uh, let's look at the last four games, just time on ice, um, 1741, 1950, 1741 again, and then 1842. That's nice deployment, you know, and he also has, uh, four points in those four games. So I think he's kind of a, you know, he's kind of a sneaky pickup this week. Or I think obviously not a lot of people are rostering. I mean, he's only 5% rostered. So take a look there. Um, what else are we looking at? Connor Garland, maybe for points, um, but he's sort of falling out of favor here. He's, you know, um, I don't know. He's, he's available there. And then if you want uh, the defenseman, you probably want, I think, for the Canucks is going to be Luke Shen. Uh, he's only 26% rostered, five assists on the season, which is nice and unexpected. But the big thing you're getting him for is hits. All right. He's going he's gonna to destroy everybody. He's a beast. He's got 50 hits on the season already. Um, and then you've got Oliver Ekman Larson, who is also available. He's only rostered 17%. He's got a bit more deployment, uh, so ice time. But, he, you know, he's, he's more of kind of a points guy. So those are, those are your options there with uh, Washington, um, Minnesota, and Vancouver. Again, all four games, uh, and they have uh, some of those off nights. Um, the other team that does have a decent roster, or, sorry, a decent schedule is Boston. They've got uh, four games with two off nights. Their schedule's not as good to me. They're kind of the lowest uh, of these four that we've mentioned. So Boston plays on Monday. And then uh, the next two games are Thursday and Saturday, both on busy nights. So you may not get a chance to play that person again until Sunday if you just roll with that one player. So something to think about. They, they do have a game on Monday, so that's nice. So if you want to pick up a Boston player and sort of see how it goes. But let, let's get into it and just see who, who's available on Boston that we, we might like to pick up. Again, right off Yahoo here. Um, we're looking at 60% or under Taylor Hall is right on the brink there. He's 62% rostered. So I don't know if someone dropped Taylor Hall for some unknown reason. I mean, he should be rostered. So, um, but if someone dropped him, you got to go, you got to add him for this week. That that's a no brainer. All right. And how about actually, this is not even an ad, but Hampus Lindholm, man, this guy is flying to start the year. And obviously that's because Charlie McAvoy has been injured. Uh, Matt Grizzlick was injured for a little while. So, um, Lindholm's really getting a chance to shine and, Funny thing is, he sort of was the, the top guy in, in Anaheim for a little bit, but I think he just didn't have the players uh, and, may, and maybe the opportunity on the power play as well um, that he's getting here in Boston. And it's really nice to see. He's, he's thriving. He's got four goals, nine assists, um, decent peripheral numbers. So, yeah, good for Hampus Lindholm. I, I don't think that that's going to last really. I mean, for him to, to keep this up, he's got to keep his uh, power place spot. And I think when, um, and it sounds like it's going to happen soon when Charlie McAvoy comes back, I think Hampus Lindholm will probably be probably closer to a drop or like streamer level. Anyways, we'll get back into our, who we're streaming. So like I said, Taylor Hall, 62% rostered. Um, Jake DeBrusque, however, is 54% rostered. If he's available in your league, you got to get him. You, you have to get him. He's, he's getting great deployment. He's getting power play. And he's also um, contributing. Uh, four goals, five assists, lots of shots. Um, so, yeah, he was scoreless last game, but he was, he, you know, he's on a little bit of a run um, for the last four games over that. So definitely take a look at Jake DeBrus. Make sure he's not on the waiver wire for this week. Um, some of the other guys you want. Oh, David Krejci. What, what's going on here? 27% rostered. I know he was injured. 
Uh, he missed three games there, but yeah, you got to get him. He's playing with pasta. He's a cooking of something up. Um, David Pasternak. It's just a no brainer. He's going to get points for you. He's not going to get much else. So, you know, in uh, um, bangers, cats leagues, maybe Krejci, you're not, you don't need him unless you need assists or potentially, you know, power play points or goals. And then the aforementioned Matt Grizzlick is available as well. Connor Clifton. Oh, 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 Miss Clifton, Miss Clifton, over here. Oh, 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 Miss Clifton, Miss Clifton, Miss Clifton, Miss Clifton. Guys like Charlie Coyle, Pavel Zaka. Take a look and see who's available. But again, like I said, of the four teams, I think Boston is the one. That's the least I'm excited about, unless you can pick up a Jake DeBrusque or a David Krejci. And then if so, you get your ass out there and you pick those players up, all right? Sweet. Now, there are four teams that play three games with two off nights that I think are also pretty valuable. So let's look at those. We're talking about the Penguins, the Dallas Stars, the San Jose Sharks, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. So I'm not going to go into a full list of all these players here. But um, that said, there are some some really good options there. What about Mason Marchment on, on Dallas? Um, I believe... I'm just going to take a look just so I know, but I believe he's only 50% rostered, something like that. Yeah, 46% rostered. Mason Marchment is a great ad this week. Uh, Dallas plays, um, they play Tuesday, which is a busy night, but then they have the Friday, Sunday. That's a really key thing. So um, while you may not pick up a Dallas player at the beginning of the week, you can pick up a Dallas player like a Mason Marchment if he's not already gone on for the Friday, Sunday, and you're going to get some good uh, deployment there, some good games. Um, so I like Dallas. Mason Marshman, especially, you want some bangs, you can get Yanni Hockenpah. Hockenpah. It's a fun name to say. And then uh, San Jose, you know, you know, check the roster. Seattle as well has, has uh, um, you know, a three and two, uh, which I didn't mention. Um, but yeah, take a look at guys like Logan Couture, um, Luke Coonan, uh, Mario Ferraro for your bangs, all right? See if Thomas Hurdle's available. Are you a member of the Turtle Club? Well, not exactly. Not exactly. But am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? I mean, you know, he might be. Um, and then for Seattle, uh, you're looking at uh, Jaden Schwartz if he's available. Basically, their whole team is streamer level. Uh, but they have that Friday-Sunday uh, thing going on as well. So take a look there. And then for Tampa, you're looking at... Guys like Ross Colton, Brandon, uh, Brandon Hagel, who's actually been playing pretty well lately. Um, yeah, just go, go check the rosters and see, who, see who's available on those teams. But it has to make sense for what you're trying to do in the week, all right? So let's talk about strategies, what, what it is we want to do. So I think as a blanket strategy, first thing, one thing that I like to do, um, I like to sort of set, set it and forget it. I know I've, I've talked about this before, but I really like to just kill my... Uh, my opponent with games played. And when you have something like what Washington has this week, I think that should be really your first go-to. Go look at the rosters of, of Washington and see who's available. Okay, see who, see who you can pick up and who would make sense for your team, right? I think Dylan Strom needs to be added. I've already mentioned that. But again, Mantha, Connor Sheary. Um, there is even a player who's getting first-line uh, power play uh, rep, reps. That's Eric Gustafson, a little bit of a... A sleeper that probably no one is going to have. I think he's 0% rostered right now, but he's getting time on the power play. He's just set up Alex Ovechkin um, the other night, so he might get a little look there. So keep an eye on players like that. But if I were you, 
for Monday, I would add a Washington player and just leave him for the week and then kind of see how it goes, right? And then depending on how many streamer spots you have, you know, it's really key to, sorry, as I'm kind of jumping around here, but it's really key that the player you're dropping um, for this Washington player, let's say, it needs to be a player that has kind of a poor week coming up, right? And we can talk about some of those players if we look at, you know, Colorado, Chicago, Columbus, Anaheim, and Florida. There are many teams there. Um, well, let's talk about very specifically the Blue Jackets, um, the Avalanche, and the Blackhawks, all right? So um, we'll start in Colorado. You, you want to be dropping guys like, um, let's see who's on the bubble there in, in Colorado. So guys like Sam Girard, Evan Rodriguez, any of the second, third line guys like Alex Newhook, if you're, if you're rolling with them, JT Comfer, those are guys that should basically be dropped. There's an interesting one. Uh, I've seen a lot of people dropping Arturi Lekkonen. And I, you know what? He, he is on the bubble a little bit. I know he's not, he's not exactly um, lighting it up offensively, but his deployment is still insane with, with a really good team. Um, you know, he had a goal in his last game out there in Finland. I just think it's a mistake to drop this guy. Like, yeah, he, he's for this week. I mean, they only have two games and they're both on busy nights, but I think he's good enough to be, to be in your lineup for those nights. So I'm not dropping Arturi Lekin and I have him on a few of my teams, a few spots, and I'm just not going to be dropping him, but you know, it's tempting, right? He is sort of on the bubble. I'm choosing to keep him, but I don't know if you drop Arturi Lekin in this week to pick up a player on Washington, like a you know, um, it'd have to be someone like a Dylan Strom for Arturi Lekkonen. I can maybe get behind that. All right. But I wouldn't recommend it. All right. You got to keep Arturi Lekkonen. But any of those other guys, definitely. And let's look at basically anyone on Chicago that you're, that you're rolling with besides uh, Kane and Seth Jones, who's injured, like I, I think is expendable. So Max Domi, Get out of here. Jonathan Taves, see you later. Sam Lafferty. Get that What the? Get, get this man off my roster, all right? So any of these guys you were holding, maybe, um, you, you know, you feel free to just drop them. And then let's look at the Blue Jackets as well. So, yeah, you're looking at Boone Jenner. You're looking at Roslovic. You're looking at Nyquist, even. Um, Cole Sillinger, Andrew Peak, Chinakov. All these guys, get them out of your sight, all right? These are the type of players you want to drop, right? Because when you drop a player that has two games and you pick up a player that has four games, I mean, that you, can, you do the math. You're getting, you're getting an extra two games just, just by the math. Now, if you're doing them on off nights, it could even equal more, right? If that makes sense to you. So let's talk about what we can do for our streaming strategies, all right? Like I said, add a Washington player first thing and just let it go. That is going to get you some nice, you know, you'll, you'll get some games played there. So if you want to do a little bit of movement, though, um, there are teams that play Monday, Tuesday, back-to-back. Let's take a look at who those are. So, yeah, there's four teams. They play back-to-back. You're looking at the Calgary Flames, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, Calgary Flames, Edmonton Oilers, New York Islanders, and the St. Louis Blues. So if, let's say on Monday, you pick up a player from one of those teams, so Calgary, Edmonton, New York Islanders, or St. Louis, and there are a lot of options there. You know, you can get um, some of those kind of, you know, B-liner guys, or, um, you know, with Calgary, let's say, you know, Mangiapani might be available, or, 
you know, players like that, Blake Coleman, Edmonton, you're looking at Pugliarvi, Kyler Yamamoto, um, Islanders, Oliver Wallstrom should probably be rostered. Get, uh, Islanders might have a bunch of them. You might be able to get like an Anders Lee or something like that. Let's go take a look. And then St. Louis should have a bunch as well. So you pick up one of those players on Monday. You get, so that's one move. You get two games, right? And then on Wednesday, you can add a player from Carolina. And Carolina plays a back-to-back Wednesday, Thursday. So now you've done two moves and you've got four games with that two moves, right? And again, this has to make sense with your roster um, and make sure you have room for those players to play, right? So you could do that. Um, Add a Carolina player. So, you know, we know who we're looking at because Carolina was a good streaming team last week. So you may... Um, you may have some Carolina or you may look to add another one, right? Um, get a back-to-back there. So a good, good instance would be like Jacob Slavin, right? Or Brady Shea. These are, these are players that might be available for you. Um, you know, Jesper Kotkinyemi. Joey Jojo <laughs> Jr. Shabadoo. That's the worst name I ever heard. Oh, no. Hey, Joey Jojo. See, see, what, he, see what he's doing. You get a couple games out of the Hurricanes player, and then you can add um, a player from six teams that have a Friday-Sunday schedule, right? And these are important to note, actually, these six teams that have Friday-Sunday schedules, because, you know, you can split your moves up. You do some moves at the beginning, but by Friday, you want to add one of these players, right? So you can dodge that busy Saturday night. And the six teams that play Friday, Sunday are the Wild, the Washington Capitals, Dallas Stars, San Jose Sharks, um, Seattle Kraken, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. All right. So you can pick up any player from those teams and you'll get, you'll dodge the Saturday and then they play Friday, Saturday. So potentially if you added a Carolina player Wednesday, Thursday for the back-to-back, that's two moves, four, four games we already talked about. Then you add a player from one of these teams, that's six games with three moves, Right. Six games with three moves. And then that saves a move or two for you to, you know, maybe pick up some long-term ads or, you know, if players get injured, you can throw someone else in your lineup, right? So that's, that's the strategy I would work with this week. And I think, it, I think that'd work really well. And again, I always do mention, if you can, try and save some moves for the end of the week and make a couple of these moves beforehand. So make them today you know, with your last move from this week. So add a Washington player this week so you don't have to waste a move, right? That's just kind of a, a little tip. It's something I like to try and do. I mean, sometimes you have to use all your moves just to win your matchup. So there you go. That's, uh, that's really it for the streaming strategies. That's week five streaming, okay? So um, what I do want to do before we go is talk about the top ads and drops for the night. And let's get into it. The top ad that we are seeing is, uh, for obvious reasons, uh, Calgren, Eric Calgren, the goalie from uh, Toronto. Um, we saw Samsonov go down, and it looks like it's going to be a little bit longer than a week. We just heard from Sheldon Keefe that uh, it's going to be longer in the week. He's getting an MRI, so yeah, it's not good. Um, I, I picked him up on waivers, uh, or Samsonov, a, a while ago, and yeah, he's been playing great. So this is not really what we like to see. But anyways, uh, he's, you know, he's a top added player today, and I understand why. He's going to be the number one goalie for this team until Matt Murray or Samsonov comes back, whoever comes first. So, um, yeah, take a look at Eric Calgren. 
um, Carter Verhage, who is rostered in 54% of leagues. He was the second top added player. He's really been stepping up with uh, Florida here. Um, he's getting better deployment. He's, he's taken over for Sam Reinhardt, I believe, on the top line. And um, the other night I was watching the Florida game and he was, he was out there in the last minute too. And then he scored to tie it up. So um, Verhage is, is they're kind of leaning Verhage at this point uh, over Reinhardt. Um, so I do like his deployment and he's, he's hot right now. So I understand the ad, no problem there. Next one up is uh, Frank Vetrano for Anaheim. I don't really understand the ad there. Um, you know, he has a game tonight, but I mean, Vetrano, four goals and one assist on the season. Anaheim's a pretty stinky team. I don't, I don't really get the ad there. So well, whatever, you, you get him for the game. Um, Brady Shea is the next one down. He's got a game tonight. He's 44% rostered. I don't mind that ad at all. Um, like I said, Carolina has, they do have that Wednesday, Thursday next week. So that's good. And then Anton Lundell uh, is the last one there. 41% rostered. I, I like Lundell a lot. He's underachieved this year, that's for sure. But again, his deployment is great. Florida has really underachieved this year in terms of their offense. Um, they just really haven't been able to put it together. So, but, but that's going to come. So, uh, and when it does, players like Lundell are going to be one of the beneficiaries of that. Okay. Sweet. All right, let's look at the top drops the top drippy drops, all right? And we'll see what goes on here, okay? Uh, Dmitry Orlov is the top drop. I don't know about this. Oh, Washington has an amazing schedule this week. It doesn't make sense. Um, we'll see. I mean, he wasn't on the ice for Sunday morning's practice. I'm just reading here. So, you know, it, still, I think if he misses Monday's game, you, you might still be able to get three games out of this guy. The drop doesn't make a lot of sense. So, do me a favor, don't drop Dimitri Orlov, all right? Just wait and see what happens. Max Domi, the next one dropped, uh, definitely makes sense. Um, like I said, Chicago has a really bad schedule this week upcoming. Domi needs to be one of those guys that's off your roster for this week. Andrew Mangiapane, he's uh, the next one up. 50% uh, rostered, he's being dropped like a hot potato. Get him out of here. Um, and that that's fine. Calgary's schedule is nothing special. Um, you know, this, this upcoming week. And then uh, Evan Rodriguez, another drop here. As I said, Colorado, not a great schedule. So I totally endorse that. And then uh, Victor Olofsson is getting dropped as well. He, he was picked up in a lot of spots this last week because um, Buffalo had a, had a good schedule. I think it's pr pretty fair to drop Olofsson for this upcoming week. They do have three games, but they're all on busy days. So I'm fine with dropping Olofsson. And those are your top ads and drizzies. Okay, drizzy drops. That's really going to do it for this episode here. I wanted to keep it short, but I promise you the content is going to start ramping back up for this week. I'm excited. I know I have some time to, to carve out for this stuff, so um, definitely keep your ears locked on here. Check your Twitter. Make sure you follow uh, Sports Ethos. Make sure you follow myself. Again, Blake Creamer SE, and uh, you won't miss any of the shows coming up, okay? Um, thank you so much. I hope you guys kill it this week. I'm going to be dropping a few more episodes coming up here. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate all of you. Again, thank you, Sports Ethos. This is a Sports Ethos presentation. Thank you for presenting me. I enjoy being presented. All right. Uh, if you guys have any questions or anything at all, please feel free to reach, reach out to me on Twitter. I'd love to chat with you. All right. Thanks so much for your time, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Celebrate your day.
Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary.